0: Okay, we are in Sefer Yecheskel, Perek Vav, Pasuk Aleph, V'yihi Tevar Hashem Elay Leymar. Um, and we are going to focus, so Yecheskel is going to focus at the command of the Kaddish Baruch Hu on a very familiar, troublesome, centuries-old target, that of Avodah Zorah worshiping foreign gods. And this becomes so critical because there is not a Mepharshim or there's not a Chazal that doesn't say that the key reason for the destruction of Bayez Rishon, for the exile to Bavel, for the deaths of the people is not from Avodah Zorah. It all emanates from Avodah Zorah. And so therefore, I think it behooves us to take a step backward and just relearn or review the historical um, sources on this Avodah that, as we say, have lasted for centuries. And we cannot, viewed from today's perspective, even fathom what was the Taiva? What was their lust, their uh, refusal to give it up? allegedly B'nai Israel are very intelligent people. How could they take a piece of wood that they fashioned or stone they carved and give it, invest it that this is the god they pray to, this is the god with magical powers? It just doesn't make sense. And as we're going to see, we know enough of Yechezkel at this point that his Navod, in Parivob today is a typical. Take no prisoners. It's going to be devastatingly destructive and total to both the Avodah Zara objects themselves as well as the practitioners. So let's start really from the Rambam. Rambam in Hilchos um, Avodah Zara sketches a historical perspective where this starts almost immediately after Adam Harishon. In other words, his son Enoch starts a, a concept of Avodah Zorah innocently enough. The concept is that, yes, we worship the Kaddish Baruch but if you think about it, the suns, the stars, the moons are Avodim of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. There is servants, there is aides. Does it not make sense that you give honor to the servants as you give to the head as to the Kaddish Baruch. So it starts innocent enough that they too would be worshipped or accorded honor, but we still knew it was the Kaddish Baruch It morphs into where the Kaddish Baruch is pushed aside and these special um, constellations become all-important and the sole object of the worship. Then you have, says the Rambam, a class of Neviye Sheker, false prophets and false Kohanim and other leaders that decide that, yes, this should be uh, the God and this is the one to follow. And so it grows and grows to the point that they have on every mountain, on every hill, on their rooftops. They have altars where they worship Avodah Zarah. Continues now the Ramam, that, that so great was it that um, we, we've learned the worst king of all of Israel and Judea was Menashe. Paradoxically, Menashe rules longer than any king of either Israel or Judea, 55 years. He was absolutely destructive. He brought Avodah Zorah into the base Hamikduks. He violated the altars there. Then I would add just one thing that the Rambam does add. We have a permissibility of outside altars where you could have your own altars. At the time, there was no Mishkan or no Beis Hamikdash. So in other words, when Shiloh, no Gilgal, uh, then the Bayis Rishon was in operation, you couldn't have outside bamos. When it was not enforced, you could have outside bamos where the person could set up his own altar in his backyard and worship, bring korbanos to the Kaddish Baruch And of course, that morphed into bringing altars to gods you wanted to and an ability, once you were back in the Besham Mikdash, to rid these altars. They did not want to give them up. So that complicated it as well. So now we're talking about this King Menashe, who was the worst, the worst of Avodah Zohar. And we bring it to a head, what was the appeal? What was the obsession, the addiction, the total involvement in Avodah Why? It just didn't make sense. And there is a very interesting Agatha, we may have learned it before in Sanhedrin, Cliff Bays where, just to briefly, Ravashi, one of the great Tanoim, was teaching a, a shir about three kings, Ahav was one and Minash was another, who had forfeited their place in Olam Haba because of Avodah Zorah. And so what he did, Ravashi announced the day before, he said, L'mochor niftach b'chaveron Tomorrow we will begin our lecture with a Mishnah concerning our colleagues, these kings, specifically Menasheh. That night, Asa Menasheh is Chazele Bakalma, he appears to Ravashi in a dream. Omar and he says to him, Khavro, the Khavaire Da you would call us your colleagues? Where I was the king of it. How dare you just refer to me as a colleague? And now you're such a brilliant Talmudist. Answer me this question. Where are you supposed to break the loaf of bread when you recite the Hamozi? Amale, lo yadana. Ravashi was genuinely stumped. I don't know. Amale. <speaking in Hebrew> you have not learned the simple laws where you're supposed to break the bed now. Yet you're going to refer to me as a colleague. So Ravashi says, "All right, teach me the rule. Um, and if it's a I will teach your name in the lecture as teaching me this halacha." So. Rabbi, Menashe explains it to him. Uh, it's where that is baked into the crust, and Ravashi is stunned at the extent of the learning of this vile figure of Avodazara, and he says, "May Achar since you're so learned, my Tama why did you worship idols?" Amaleh, Menasha says to Ravashi had you been there, had you been living when I was alive, you would have lifted the glime, the hems of your garment, so you could run faster and run after me to the base of Oda Zohar. That's how powerful it was. The next day, Ravashi said to the Rabbanon, Niftach, we will commence today with our teachers so it was the respect for Manasha was such an anomaly was such a paradox what we see you, all they're telling you is you couldn't resist it you can't explain it you can't rationalize it you can't ex- you know, explain the addiction that it caused so, so is, that, is that an excuse for someone as important and apparently, as knowledgeable as Menasha, to do it. What he's saying is he couldn't help it. Mm-hmm. You just couldn't help well, it. Well, if he couldn't help it, then, then 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 how can anyone be responsible for it? Exactly. And we're going to now go to at the end we're of the now you'd be punished for it. The temple is destroyed. <laughs> the people are killed. They're exiled to You have a at shekneset hagdola. They don't know what to do anymore. So Kim Bakolka Jal and they cry to the Who? my Maya, what did they say? Omar Rav Itme Rav Yochanan said him Baya baya, Whoa whoa it's, it's praying to God in, in Hara in, in in mourning Hainu Hida Ahri this one that destroyed the base Hamikdash, the Kaya la and and so the temple sanctuary was burned, the Katlanu la Ku Sadike and killed all the righteous ones who periled, who, who perished as a result of that destruction. The Aydi Mirake binan. It still dances among us. Avodah Zohar is alive and well after all this. Ella la Ka there was no reason you gave it to us, other elo la kabule be agra, so that maybe we would receive a reward if we could overcome it. Well, we can overcome it. Lo We don't want this evil inclination. Nor do we want the reward. Don't give us the reward. Don't give us the inclination. Nafaluhu Piska Mikara, a note fell down from heaven, Jahave kasaba MS, on which was written truth, meaning you are right. And so what happens from there is the who supernaturally gets rid of the taiva. He doesn't get it. they get rid of their lust for Avodah Zara. they get rid of their terrible taiva it doesn't exist after that and it doesn't so what you're saying is you couldn't get them to cure themselves supernaturally you had to eliminate the incentive and that's i don't think that it's true that that the, the the desire to be to find some superpower outside of religion has been eliminated what do you think these climate like fanatics are Oh, and there's plenty of other, any guttle. This Avodah Zorah has been replaced. Yeah. It's been replaced with, you know, hundreds of other things. All right, so now let's get as we can as to the Neviya to the, the itself. It says to me, Ben Adam, Mate, Lechem, Uh No, that is not it. <laughs> he says, Vahidavo Hashem, Leimor um ben adam which he calls יחזקאל yeah. simponeh el haray Israel. set your eyes on the mountains of Israel not jerusalem but the mountains surrounding it feinov and prophesy on them var marto haray Israel, shimdu vay shamol listen to me ko amar shamol laharim to the mountains to the gavos, um to the hills um uh, to, uh, the valleys uh, would be the ravines. I am bringing the sword. Sword could mean literally the sword. It could also mean sledgehammers. I am going to destroy the altars. I will make your altars desolate and I will break... Hamoteim is the images to the sun, the palti chaleichem with and I will destroy your, um, I will throw your slain before your idols, interestingly enough, gilu which means idols, also means excrement, in other words, it's a name for your, it's like excrement, your idols. The you lay him, I will throw the bodies of b'nei Israel before these idols. I will scatter your bones. around the altars. In all your dwellings, the cities will be destroyed. The Bamos will be leveled. The in other words, I will make them delce, I will cut nigru cut down, I will see your deeds will be eradicated, I will destroy every part of the altar. Yet here comes after I scatter the corpses and the idols, words of Nah pli'ti bagayim When I scatter to you the land, I will allow a remnant, there will always be a remnant, no matter how far flung you are, that I will save. V'zokru and your remnant will remember, Osi oh, goyim Throughout all these lands, Hashem where they're scattered, Hashem parti that I broke, and here it could mean Nishmati, that they broke me, said the God of they broke my heart with their libam hazone, that they've wandered asher saw me alive, as a their hearts have wandered, their eyes have wandered, after their vile worship of idols, v'nuktu b'fnehim el ha to and they will become disgusted with themselves, this remnant. They will realize what they have done to me, what they have done to themselves. not to hem. for ki ani Hashem, they will know I am God. Lo elchi dibarti, I did not do this for naught. La harazos to do this evil. Clap your hands, tap your feet, or stamp your feet, and say, Oh, whoa, space because of all these things that you have done. Mourn. These are active signs of mourning, although the Malbin says they are also active signs of. Of joy. So there could come that at a time when this is done, they will realize their error and turn to the Kaddish Baruch Hu in joy and celebration. <speaking in Hebrew> Those who are distant, they will die of pestilence. Those who are exiled. <speaking in Hebrew> Those who are near will die by sword and fall and those near and far will die of famine you're all dying and thus I will have avenged my anger on them and you will know that I am God when you see the corpses among the idols lying strewn with the idols the idols will be toppled the people's bodies and corpses will surround those broken idols El on every hilltop, every high hilltop Bahoroshe mountain top every every leafy tree. That's where they were, everywhere. Because that's where you gave the Reach Nichoach an odd expression because Reach Nichoach means a fragrance that's used in bringing korbanos to the Kodesh Baruch It's ironic that you use that same Reach Nichoach, the incident, for your Shikutzim and To'evos V'notisiyas yodi alayhem I will lay my hand on you is oret shmama The land will be desolate Mishama mimidbar <clears> The deserts will be of desolate V'yadu Yodu Hashem And then you will know I am God Note again a remnant survives And if you think this ends the prophecies 8.45 a.m. tomorrow, just when you thought it couldn't get worse, it gets worse. I'd